another episode of the Dead Road Podcast with Harold Moyo. Ha! Excitement. <laughs> you know I am excited. Right? <laughs> there is those people you just meet and for the first time they just come in and they just illuminate the room. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in your, you know... 20-something, 30-something years of living, I'm not the first person to say this. <laughs> no. You see? You see? We have our guest today, Mabongi Ferro. Yes, sir. Do we drop the maiden surname? Or do we just say Mabongi Ferro? You know, because I feel like there's people, you know, with brands that yes. always want to keep the... Yes. Mm. Um, so for me, um, well, thank you for having me, first of all. For me, I even from when I started with music, I tried to just use the name only. Yeah. Because I knew at some point uh, a young man will come in and, you know, change my situation, you know. So yeah. um, I've been trying to just keep it as my boy, even now. Um, especially with more official things, projects yeah. and stuff. I just keep the name only, my boy. Obviously, on my social media stuff, um, like I think it's Instagram and Facebook. Yes, it's my boy, but my handle still remains at I am my boy. So I've, I've been trying to just keep it as name only. Cool. Yeah. So I'm going to keep it as my boy. Yeah. Let me tell you. Um, I'm blessed to know a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, this baby is still new. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's a lot of people start podcasts and they don't, you know, continue. That's true. You know, like That's true. Two is like they, they, they just go on. Mm. But when I started, I think I was like on episode, I, I, I was not even on episode one, I was on episode one. I was like, I need my mom on my podcast. <laughs> What an honor. (laughs) And reason being, as I said, number one, you're one of those people who just walk into the room and you illuminate. There's just just, uh, (laughs) some sincerity with you. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. And um, I think the world needs more people. More people like you. So thank you for coming. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. So my good self would assume mm-hmm. Mabongi means the mother of praise. Um, not really. It's actually gratitude. Yeah. So um, as a Tonga girl, but the only people I hear talk like this are my grandparents, right? Yes. So my grandparents, when they say thank you, most people know Nakensa or yes. Nikensile, yeah. which means I would probably would be Kensani yes. or something like that. But no, my grandparents, every time they say thank you, they'll say Hibongile, okay. which means thank you. Yes. And um, that's actually my official name, Bongile. So my parents were actually saying, Lord, Hibongile. Yes. And that's how I got the name Bongile. And then, the, you know, South Africa, Mabongi is like, street thing and it just stuck but i got it when i was very young apparently oh. yeah i don't even remember when i just grew up and the name i was hearing in my ears was mabongi only when i was like how was my birth certificate <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the name really just stuck so my name actually means we're grateful gratitude crazy. thank you yeah crazy i love that yes. i love that and I've always but said, I like your version, sorry. I like your version too. The yeah, mother of praise. The mother of praise. <laughs> no, the, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. You know, because you know, usually in Goni, especially with your Zulu exactly. process and your Debele, mm-hmm. we put ourselves in there, the Zibos. Uh, there's a Noma Tamsa. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Noma. Uh-huh. Noma you know, Temba. Noma. Yes. Noma. Yes. You know, so it then comes up and says the mother of. That's true. So, so, yeah, but the reason why I wanted to just focus on your name is because I've said this before, that I'm fascinated with names. Oh, awesome. And uh, I believe names are prophetic. Mm -hmm. And usually when you name a child, 
God grants you the years for you to live, to actually see the child in the That's adulthood true. and everything else, you realize what you probably named that child mm -hmm. is what that child is. Oh, that's true. Do you think that's the case with you? Um, yes, actually. I think so because um, gratitude, that's just me. I'm, I'm all about gratitude. So people around me have also told me I kind of say the word thank you a lot. Yeah. Um, even my husband is like, Brian, you've already thanked me. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine, like yeah. really. So um, I absolutely agree. I actually had not thought about it till right now. And, and now that I look at it, you know, um, yeah. Even growing up, my mom would say, it's okay, sis. You've already said thank you when yes. I was growing up, yes. you know. Um, so, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. <laughs> you you actually do say thank you a lot from from the music I've listened to, you yeah. know, which is which is which is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is beautiful. Yeah. You know, there's something about uh, a heart of gratitude. Mm -hmm. There's something about you know just uh, being thankful because being thankful actually opens up more doors mm. for you. It actually Absolutely. creates room mm. for more things to come. Absolutely. So there's there's, there's, there's continue saying thank you a lot. <laughs> I yes. respect your mom, I respect your hobby, <laughs> but please continue saying thank you, thank you, th th thank you a lot. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about hobby, yeah. right? Yeah. But I want to get to him first. Okay. Right, but I know he's a major part yes. right now yeah. and forever. Yeah. Well, until you guys meet Jesus, because <laughs> there's no marriage in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's no marriage in heaven. Of course. Um, did you grow up in uh, Pretoria? Because I, when I met you first, I mm -hmm. knew you as a Pretoria girl. I just stayed in Pretoria for a long time. I was actually born and raised in, in Pumalanga, Bushburg Ridge. Okay. I only came to Pretoria after metric. So, um, yeah, I only started living in Pretoria when I left home. When I uh, went to varsity, yeah, I studied at TUT, and um, that's why I've lived in Pretoria for so many years. Okay, so yeah. you identify as a Pretoria girl, but you're from Bushback Ridge. I am from Bushback Ridge. Now, let me tell you two things interesting about where you come from. Okay. Right. Number one, mm -hmm. I'm such a football fanatic. Okay. Right, mm -hmm. I'm such a football fanatic, but South Africa has always influenced Southern Africa. Mm -hmm. That um, when we were growing up, there was a team in the Premier League, mm -hmm. which was Bushback Ridge. Mm -hmm. You know, and Bushback used to play buy a lot of Zimbabwean players. Oh, okay. You know, mm -hmm. so I didn't know it was actually a place until I came this side also oh. for varsity oh. and for uni. Then cool. I realized it's actually a place. Yeah, you with you being Tonga too. Uh -huh. <laughs> Last week, I there is a, one of our family friends, Kosa woman who's married to a Tsonga man. Okay. Brilliant engineer guy, well okay. known and everything else. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, the mom passed on, and in my head, I'm like, oh, so they're probably going to Limpopo. So we might have to, if we're going, we might have to go with them to Limpopo. Yeah. And they're like, no. She, the, the mom, they actually grew up in Pumalanga, Pushback Ridge. Yeah. So you see that whole yeah. assumption <laughs> yeah. of what yeah. I'm saying. Look, it, it happens all the time. Yeah. Um, the moment people pick up that I actually speak Tonga or my Tonga mm. girl, they're like, oh, so you're from Limpopo? I'm like, no, I'm actually from Pumalanga. And, and I have to explain how, like, in Jani, how does this happen? Because automatically in our minds, we think you're maybe from Gyani, Malamlele, yes, or that yes. side. So, Tanin. yeah, you know, Tanin yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, in Pumalanga, there in Bushback Ridge, that's where this girl comes from. Cool. Yeah. So, we know you for music, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And um, before you were. A speaker, because uh, I definitely know you're not a speaker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> it comes with the territory. Before you're a speaker, mm -hmm. we know you for music. Yeah. Did that passion and for music start in Bushback Bush Ridge? Yes, I was very, very young. Um, and, and I knew there was just like a musical thing in me, but... 
I'm just a child, so I don't exactly understand. I was so young that um, even that musical year was there. I started school when I was about four or five years old instead of around seven. And, um, you know, in, 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 school, in, 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 in schools, I don't know if they do have this now, um, there were choirs back yes, then, yes, yes. and these choirs would go competing and stuff like that. So they would even have what they call the infant choir, which means it's the beginning is grade one, grade two. Yeah. They don't even harmonize those ones. They just sing their lungs out. They yes. just allow them to be kids. Yes. So um, I'm young, I'm about five, six, I think, and they put me in that um, group. And um, first day I get there and the teacher is teaching us the song. This would happen after school. Yeah. The teacher is teaching us the song and we are singing and stuff like that. I hated every moment of it. I get home. Oh, before, before, before that, so, because we sing in unison, and you, everyone just sings. You're just only supposed to sing in one key. And me, I'm trying to harmonize. I yeah. sing alto. Yes. This is crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I sing alto, and the teacher is like, someone was bimba around here. What's happening? <laughs> you know? And we keep singing, we keep singing. I'm singing, singing alto. Yes. And she gets to me, Mabaso, no, 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 you're not singing the right notes. Um, you know, you're supposed to sing like this. I'm like, yeah, fine, whatever. And then I joined the rest of the kids. We all sing in unison. And that was my first and last time going to that choir. I get home, I'm telling my, I am never going back there. Mm -hmm. Those kids can't sing. They just scream the song. My mom never forgets the story. Mm -hmm. You know, so from there, they put me on a, Choir of a bit older kids, I think they're 10, 11 year old. Um, and there, I do remember I was singing alto. And um, they auditioned me, and I made it into the choir and went around competing. So this thing literally started there in primary school when I was very young. I did not even understand how I'm able to understand or hear music and stuff like that. But yeah, it started, it started back then, that seed was just planted like that. Even though after that, in high school, and I wasn't really singing anymore. Mm. Um, going to my early years of varsity, I was not really singing much except at church only. So yeah, it really started a long time ago. Cool, so something which you hate, you hated, <laughs> right? Yes. Ended up becoming part of you. Yes. And, um, you speaking, you spoke of church, you spoke of you singing in church. Mm -hmm. That means definitely your family was a family of faith. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we were raised in, we were raised by prayer. I mm. do remember quite a few evenings at home. I mean, it's just our parents and my sisters and um, absolutely loved the evenings where we just all sing first and then pray together. It was absolutely beautiful because everybody can sing. Yeah. My dad would sing bass. My mom would probably lead. Yes. And with my sisters, we're all harmonizing and just having a great time at home. So, yeah, then that's one thing I'm really grateful for, growing up in a home and that just introduces you to Christ at an early age. That's the best gift ever. It's definitely yeah. a legacy. I yeah. call it legacy, you know, a heritage which you always have to give to your ch children and mm -hmm. your children's children. Mm -hmm. And one thing I know is that for me, Eden and Amaya will always say, our dad, mm -hmm. you know, and our mom gave yeah. us this. Yeah. Out of interest sake, which church did you go to? Because when you talk about base, I am I'm, I'm really just uh, checking out in terms of like uh, yeah you know hymns and yeah stuff. yeah of course I mean that was the church that I went to for the first seventeen years of my life is called Lateran yeah Christian Church uh, people know it as Isayon yeah that was my background for the, my for for the first seventeen eighteen years of my life yes. so our home church even my grandfather uh, paternal. Uh, my father's father was a, a pastor at, at, at Letterain. So we grew up as Ioni and, you know, uh, music was Ioni. It's very rich in terms of harmony. Mm -hmm. And um, it's something that I always talk about, that when I got to school, I learned a concept called... Um, 
I cannot believe I forgot. Mm. But um, um, this concept that they were teaching us at school, I'm like, y'all, this is not new to me. It's something that was done back at my church, yeah. where when, when you're singing and harmonizing, you, you get people singing lines over each other, but it's not clashing. Mm. It's just absolutely beautiful. Counterpoint, yes. yes. I get to school and they introduce us to counterpoint, I'm like, yo, I grew up here in this back of my church. Yes. Exactly. Because yeah. that, was, that was my, my, my influence. I did not grow up with instruments and stuff like that. No, no, no. Um, just a cappella. Um, that, was, that was my church. Uh, the setup was that anyone can start a song. Mm-hmm. If the MC or the pastor says, um, can wear the hymn, then we can pray so we can get into the word of God. Anyone in the room can start a song. So that's the kind of I was very shy to do it. Anyway, story for another day. <laughs> I never ever wanted to do it because I felt yeah. like everyone would just turn and look at me, this yes, kid, yes. you know. Uh, but that's the gr- environment I grew up in, and, and I'm grateful for it because my that's where my ear, musical ear, kind of grew, and I got sharpened to be able to um, hear harmonies because it was just harmony only. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. No, the funny part is that also the first time I learned how to read mm-hmm. music yeah. was um, so my mom was seeing a man and they ended up getting married and that man was coming from um, uh, you know those bougie apostolic faith <laughs> mission yeah. uh, faith churches you know where, 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 where they wear black and whites and oh, stuff yeah, and everything yeah. else and uh, at that time we were Presbyterian and then obviously we then moved uh, to Pentecostal yeah. where we were there for a long time but he basically brought in and started teaching me how to read music. Oh, the cool. in books were like yeah. a bit, you know, long yeah. like this. Yeah. And then yeah. even uh, music is probably you know, Jesus, Jesus, love of my soul, you have to know how oh, you say, nice. you know, nearer my yeah. God to me. I yeah. need all those things, you know. They And I'm like, ah, this is amazing. So mm. I basically was learning it at home. That is so cool. You know, I basically was learning it at home. Yeah. And um, so your counterpoint you know, it's just one of those things where you, when you, when you come to Pretoria, you then flex. So yeah. you move from Bushback Ridge, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, from your family church. Mm-hmm. And then you come to Pretoria. Yeah. Is there a culture shock there? Um, a bit. Um, a bit because my uncle is a pastor. My mom's younger brother. Okay, two of my mom's younger brothers are pastors. Mm-hmm. So when I moved from home, my uncle's church was a year old okay and um moving from there in, into that environment geez everything was absolutely different um having to sing with a band was a bit of a new experience for me mm. um because the church i grew up in as i said anyone just starts a song yes and now you must rehearse and the kind of songs that you're singing are different and now I'm getting introduced to different types of music. And um, I used to get frustrated at school because um, the friends that I had made then, they would ask me, hey, have you heard of uh, this artist? Or especially American, I'm like, no. I literally did not know anyone. Like, Where on earth have you been? I'm like, I grew up in Zion. You guys cannot blame me for this. You know, I've never been, you know, in this part. So... Um, culture shock, yes, but growth, absolutely. Because in a few months, I noticed that my singing had improved drastically. Yes. Because of the environment I was now in, they would send us, okay, we're doing this song, and this song, and this song this week for praise and worship. Mm-hmm. Then you have to learn this song, and you know, Mabongi, you'll do this one and that one, you know, type of vibe. Um, I, I grew so, so fast um, musically, just being in that environment. Because I was totally different from the kind of church setup that I was used to. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. And that's one thing about change of environments, mm-hmm. even when you travel. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like it's, it's a catalyst for yeah, growth. Yeah, it is. You know, it is. it's a catalyst for growth. It and is. it's kind of like just uh, pushes you in a way. Absolutely. But also, I think new competition or new set of eyes are usually good for every human, mm-hmm. you know, who walks under That's the true. sun. That's Whether true. be it in business, be it in ministry, be it whatever you are doing, it's mm-hmm. always, always, always important. Yeah. 
And while you're doing that, how you already decided you're going to come in and study music, right? Not immediately. Um, when I was in grade 10, I knew I wanted to do music, yeah. but um, it, my parents were like, no, brah, you, you're going to be like a drug addict and <laughs> just lose your mind yes. and, you know, just, yeah. you won't yeah. have direction in life, yeah. so you're going to be a doctor like your sister. Yes. And um, I was like, oh, okay, cool. So, so you're a brilliant child? No. I'm not those brands. I'd have to work. I have to work extra hard for everything. Okay. Yeah, I'm one of those people who have to work hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm those very brilliant one. Creative, yes. Um, okay. Yeah. So book smart, not really. Mm-hmm. So I have an older sister who's a pediatrician, and my parents were so excited they were gonna have two doctors in their yeah. house. Well. It did not work out. And I did try, actually. So I tried, I tried a lot of things before I went to... Because by the time I went to study music, I was 24, 25. Okay. Yeah, it took forever. So what did you study first at TUT? Um, at, no, no, TUT, I went only later when I, when I started music. So... When I got to Pretoria after my matric, um, I want to study medicine, but my symbols are not that great. I have like D's and C's, which is not good enough. There are kids who have A's and B's. So which means um, the number that they want, they'll get that number with your C's and D's. So I registered again, tried to improve my science and mathematics. So I'm in Pretoria, but basically I'm still in matric. Um, then I was living with my uncle, mm, I think. The pastor. Yeah. And um, okay, cool, I do that the following year. Um, oh, it didn't go well. Um, and my parents are like, you're still young, go back again. Mm. Yeah. Because they really, they all they were seeing was Doctor Yeah Mavong. You know, and as a child who feels maybe they're right, this music thing is it's not even a thing. Mm. Um I didn't even know you could actually study music. Um I just had a desire in me that you know what I, I I want to do music but I don't even know where to start. To show that, you know, when God think when God creates us, it really has a plan for our lives. Um, I remember there was a, one of um, these guys from, from, from back at home um, who, who said to me, you know, the way you, you sing, you sing so, um, so, so well that um, at TUT they would take you for music. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Already he's given me a name called the university yeah. <laughs> that can do what I'd like to do. So um, this, this guy was like my older sister's age. So he was already in university doing something else. He's like, you know, you sing so well. If you want to study music, TUT can actually take you. So, um, but it, it didn't go that well. Um, after my metric, I did two more years of trying to improve. It's not working out. I, I went to Medunsa then. Um, I don't know what it's called now. Yeah, yes. Um, I spent a year there. Oh, no, no before then, I did, uh, I did a business course for a year. Um, pro- project management? I did project management for a year. Um, after that, I went to Medunsa for a year. After that, that's when I'm about, because I've spent almost four years now. Yes. Yeah. And, um, yeah, now I'm like, it's not working. It's not and I remember my uncle, the pastor, is the one that spoke to my parents. Say she's, she's already wasted about four years of her life. Just let her do this music thing. Maybe it will work out. We don't know. Um, remember they had a long conversation with my parents. And after that, I remember I'm saying, okay, cool. In January, it was around December. Mm-hmm. In January, you can go and try and do this music thing of yours. I was so excited. I get to TUT. They're like, hey, we need you to be able to read music. <laughs> read music. And yes. you must have some basics, basically. Yes, yes. Yeah, and my 
bubble was burst because I could not read music at all. I auditioned, I sang, they're like, wow, you're amazing, but you can't read music. So you have to do a bridging course. So this is year number five of me not doing anything. Yeah. Um, cool, I was happy. I'm still in music school, almost, mm -hmm. you know. Following year, I auditioned finally. I got in, and that's when I actually started my, my degree. So I did quite a few things. I did uh, quite a few things. You know, that's the funny part about people's journeys. Mm -hmm. You always see people at a certain point. Yeah. And you think that uh, they just jumped there. Yeah. You know, and it, or it was just like, voila, I'm yes, here. Yes. But they do know you, people do not know that there's a lot that's of so work, a lot of disappointments, a mm -hmm. lot of pain, mm -hmm. sweat. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, yep, yep. and until you get to that point, did that teach you or make you think when I have my kids, I'm going to be more attentive in terms of skill or in terms of like the traditional way of how life is done? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it did actually. So when I was in music school, or let me just say a few years back, I had a thing where I'm like, you know, when I have my kids, I will just let them, if they want to study music, great, I will let them study music. But now, um, I'm not, I've never said this out loud, I can't believe I'm, I'm not saying that I won't allow them to study music. Um, I'm one of those people who, grow, even growing up, I've always tried to check what else am I good at. Um, uh, especially now as an, as an adult, when I was growing, I'm like, what else am I good at? What else can I do? I'm still searching, by the way. It's a beautiful search. Yeah, I'm still searching, by the way, because um, I got to a point where um, I was like, yo, I've got a sister, Adventure. She's, she's, my sister's very talented. Whatever she tries to do, it just works out. Mm. Um, for example, she's she's in the accounting space. That's mm -hmm. her like you know full time job. But she bakes cakes. That's her business. Mm -hmm. So um, she's absolutely incredible um, at that. Her cakes are beautiful and very tasty. And she's self taught. Mm -hmm. So I always thought, hey, my sisters have got this thing about them. They can touch it and it works out. Touch it. But with me, I struggled to find what else are you good at, what else can you do? Anyway, so now, um, if my children say to me, mom, I want to study music, um, my question is going to be, what, what do you want to do with it? What, what's your plan yeah. with your music degree? Listen, studying music helped me in ways that I would not, you know, as a, as a, as a singer or as a creative, it has done so much for me. But with my children, I would want to be a little smarter about it in a sense that what do you want to do with your degree? What's yeah. your plan? Yeah. Um, if your plan, if you just want to perform, I'll teach you, bruh. What yeah. do you want to learn? Yeah. I have a music degree. Sit down. We'll learn how to. If you want to learn how to read, I will teach you how to read music. If you want to uh, learn how to play, your father will teach you how to. Because my husband plays keys, he plays guitar, he plays bass. Um, so, 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 so for me, the thing is, I would, I would want my children to, to flourish. I want them to be the best that they can be. And I pray that, Lord, let them be more talented like their father is. Uh, because for me, I felt like the one thing that I do very well even before I started even before I studied music, um, the one thing I did very well was music. Um, other things, I was like, yeah, okay at them, but the one thing that I'd really excel in is music. And maybe because I put in so many hours of practice and working hard at it. But with my children, I would, yeah, that's the question I want to ask them. Why, what do you want to do with this degree? What's your plan with it? And um, there are things that you can learn um, and not necessarily having to go and, study. go and spend four years full time because it was, yes, see, that course was not easy. 
I know it sounds easy. Oh, I studied music. What? <laughs> that thing kicked our behinds yes, proper. Yeah. We fought until we graduated. I didn't even finish on record time. Oh, this I talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. I did not. I spent. I spent more than four years at TET because my first year I was not doing well at all. Um, at some point, I felt like. My joy has just been sucked out of me because the workload was so overwhelming and um, everything is just completely new for me. And then I failed a major, which means instead of finishing in four years, now I'm going to finish in five years. Mm. Then I got to a point where I could not afford school, so I could not register the following year. Um, For two years, I was just at home living by the grace of God. (laughs) I was not at school, and after two years... Um, you know, I have an aunt who was like, hey, I'd like to help and, you know, pay this huge debt that you have with the institution so you can go back to school and actually finish your degree. So, yeah, my my studying journey has really just been God. Even going there, my first year, uh, my first semester was actually sponsored by Samro. So yeah. I see uh, on the notice board, and that Samro is actually doing this. I'm like, well, I have nothing to lose. I um, I applied and get an email a few weeks later. Dear Ms. Mabasa, congratulations. You know, da da da. We're giving you so much towards your education, and yeah, that's how much. Um, that's how God has been so amazing. You know, with my schooling, it was really just by the grace of God. Because every year. Um, I'd have a, I don't know if I'm going back or not. My parents are like, and this is the amount we owe them. And I'm like, yeah, we do not have that money, you know. But somehow, by the grace of, there's actually a year that I registered and I was owing them about 23,000 rand. I don't even know how they allowed me to register because they're very, very strict with it. By God's grace, I registered and um, I was able to continue with school. So, yeah, my, 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 my journey of, of school has not been that easy. I know I have a tendency of getting into other things. No, 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 no. no. It's, it's a podcast about my bones, you know. And you know the funny part is, but I, I won't get into my details. People should buy the book, The mm-hmm. Dead Road, for that. I also have a, uh, a miraculous... Uh, where my fees were paid when yeah. I was in Cape Town. Yeah. You know, and actually just it was a whole miraculous journey from me getting my visa wow. to study. Yes. You know, I left Bulawayo to Harare and mm-hmm. then going to it's so so mm. it's beautiful when I hear stuff like that where you get to see stuff is cleared. Yeah. And I think about parenting, there needs to be a bit of intentional parenting. Absolutely. And uh intentional parenting means that you actually have discussions with your kids. Yeah. And oh, when yeah. You're, you're not waiting for them when they are now in matric or a year before matric to have discussions. Yeah, that's You know, true. I was having a discussion with Eden, who's our eldest, and Eden was like... How old is Eden? Eden is nine. Okay. Yeah, she's going for 10 in July, July the 4th. Um, so we had this conversation, and she was like, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she also wants just to be number one. She wants to be called Doctor Eden, okay, right? But she wants to be a business person, okay, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's also such a creative too. Oh, nice! You know, and I had to tell her that actually it didn't even have to go far. Mm-hmm. I was like, look at your mom, mm-hmm. right? Your mom, probably one of the greatest songwriters I know, mm-hmm. right? But because she focuses mostly on the health mm. and uh, you know medical stuff, your mom, she's also in the health and medical mm-hmm. space. Maybe mm-hmm. that's why Eden wants to be called. That's true. You know, yeah, health and medical space. Mm-hmm. And uh, I to tell her that right now, your mom is in class learning some something which she something new which she wants to learn, and this is like maybe two decades after school. Wow. You know, and wow. this is one of those things where it's one hour. So I was telling you that you can do absolutely everything you can. You can definitely do it know? all, exactly. So, but then the thing is that exactly. as you said, there needs to be an art or a hack, mm-hmm. you know, a mm-hmm. cheat code yeah. of how you do some things. Because mm-hmm. some things you do not have to go and enroll you know, it's an institution and That's everything true. else. That's so true. we have to be intentional as mm-hmm. parents. We mm-hmm. have to 
spend time to actually try and build up our kids to exactly. say why, you why? know, yeah. and everything else. And be able to guide them. I think, I think also my parents have n never heard any of their children wanting to go the, the creative direction, yes, you yes. know. My sister is uh, the firstborn. She, she's the, the, the pediatrician yes, I was telling yeah, you about. Yeah. And the secondborn, Vui, she's, she, she studied um, this fashion design yes, yes. and stuff like that. So according to my parents, okay, that as much, that's also um, a child who's in the creative space. She studied fashion design. She, she studied, like, she, around that space. She also studied makeup and all that. So my sister is that kind of person. And... Um, Maybe that's why her business is in all these things. She can literally pull off a whole wedding on her own. Yeah. So then you get Adventure, who is in accounting. That's her space. And then you get little old me, who just wants to sing. And my parents are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this we have never encountered in our lives yeah. before. It's a bit different. So, um, you know, kids like Eden are so blessed to, to have you as a father who can say, look, my girl, you can definitely do all these things. You can, you know, spread yourself to be able to, we can still call you Dr. Eden and you're the best creative ever and be, being able to do all that. So um, I think our parents were just like, okay, because then um, as a child, you have to go for certain professions, you know, mm -hmm. Doctors, lawyers, yeah, yeah. teachers, nurses, engineers. Yeah. Um, at some point, I actually even applied for engineering. You know, um, I I just tried everything, whatever my parents would advise. That's just what I what I went for. So um, kids these days are, are are blessed. I mean, my own children will. I'll be able to advise them better if they want to be in the music space, and I'll be in a better position to help them as well. Because um, with me, everything I had to find out for myself, fight and how do yeah. I do this? How do I register a song? Um, you know, things like those. So our children will, will be in a better position to be able to know, hey, I can actually do all these things. I can, I can be a scientist and I can also write great music and be able to do all these things. Cool, yeah. so now, You've done all this, right? Mm -hmm. And um, do you remember the first time, or what was what's the story behind your first time on as a recognized artist, or yeah, where you went <laughs> home and you're like, this was cool, even <laughs> if there was no money in the pocket, or if there was money in the pocket, where you're like, this was cool, you know. Sheesh. Um, or a you, single you, dropped. Or... You, mean, you mean going back home specifically? No, no, in terms of the industry now. Um, now that Mabong is now an artist now. Um, a moment where I can say it was, that was really cool. Oh, that was like the start of the... Where I know the inceptions, especially with uh, a lot of journeys, are not, they don't start, you know, in the middle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. I know most of these things start, obviously, from the time when you yeah, kids, to start you know, and somewhere, yeah. But what, your first single, your first show, mm -hmm. you know, do you remember that point and how did you put that together? Um, I think for me, a moment that I probably won't forget was um, having, hearing my song on Radio 2000. Okay. Uh, yes. Like, I was like, whoa, 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 what? And and it was not I did not bump into it. A friend called me so frantic, like, bruh, go to Radio 2000 right this moment. Quickly rush in the house and you know, um, I go there and I'm hearing it. It's not Sunday. Um, it's just during the week and they're playing this gospel song. I absolutely lost it. I was screaming like a mad person. Um, those are some of the moments where I was like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely so incredible for me. I was just so excited. Um, I have quite a lot, um, but this one just um, sticks out. It's the one and, that really... And in as much as it sticks out, so you know what the good thing is? Mm -hmm. You had learned how to 
in terms of royalties, music, yes. Sam Roy and everything yes. else. So yes. when uh, Radio 2000 pays you, yes. you know, that means at least there's some bread which comes. You know, at least there's some yeah. bread. There's some bread. Exactly. You know, there's some, there's some yeah. bread which that comes. That comes with that, yeah. You know, yeah. that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. And um, it's also quite a big deal because it's not Christian radio, as you say. Yes, yes. You know? Th- for me, that was something else that was making me completely lose my mind because, as I was saying, it wasn't Sunday morning or anything. It was during the week. And um, my friend of mine was like, yo, you have to listen to this. So it was... Sheesh, it was it was so exciting. And I feel I feel you it's not in as much as that that's amazing, mm-hmm. right? I feel you those type of people who are slow cooked. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, yeah. Slow cooked that by the time it comes up and it they dish to you. Mm-hmm. This thing is that uh, the aroma and everything mm-hmm. else is mm-hmm. is happening because mm-hmm. When I listen to, not jumping the gun in my train of thought, when I listen to your music, your project now, mm-hmm. in as much as it's different, um, I really feel like South Africa has been waiting for this. Wow. It's like it's a stamp now to say, okay, I am here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I yeah. am here. And um, there's a lot of moments which I can remember, especially with you, because I love authentic people. Mm-hmm. I love authentic people. Mm-hmm. Siswainans is one of my best mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. artists of all time. Yeah. That's why No Female Alive, whether it's Lauren Hill or Nicki Minaj or we Rihanna all love, Beyonce, we all love Cici. Don't, don't, have, don't, have, don't have more Grammys than Sissy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And I listen to you. We're just going to come into your project, then we come back again. Okay. I. We're waiting for your project to come to drop, right? Mm-hmm. You've done your recording, mm-hmm. which I couldn't come to, mm-hmm. but we're waiting for your project to drop. Yeah. And I remember just before you dropped the project, I saw you at um, Ndogo Zumbambo's, uh, uh, yeah. was, it, was it the album launch? Yes, the album right? launch, yeah. And <clears throat> Ndogozo is loved by the whole of South Africa, mm-hmm. but I feel it's either you give Ndogozo envelopes with money, Okay, go on. Because you're the only artist who can say you're always, you're probably gonna be featured on Dogos on Bambo's album. Uh, not Recently. really. Not really, actually, yeah. because when when she called me, it was actually a surprise because according to me, I was also await. I knew she was in studio recording. Actually, yeah. by then. Um, I knew she was. She's probably done now done. because I knew they've been in studio for quite a while recording mm. a new. So I was also one of the people who have been who are just waiting for this new album as mm. well, anticipating it. And um, when she called me, um, I was like, I thought you were done recording. She was like, Yes, actually, I am done. But this song specifically, I just can't help it. Every time we play it, I just hear your voice. I really just keep hearing you singing. So um, when are you free so we can hit the studio? We organized it and it happened. So um, yeah, it was it was a bit of a surprise for me as well. Um, the the first the first my feature on a first project was a dream was definitely a dream come true because um, Douglas is absolutely amazing um, and 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 for me I count myself blessed that I'm able to experience her off stage and see the kind of person that she is you know she's just really amazing as a person and you know when she hits the stage she's just a firehouse so uh yeah i'm i'm um i was actually quite surprised myself that's fine that's fine <laughs> I, as a person from the outside, I'm just saying she's got a tender, you know, she puts envelopes, money, somewhere, somewhere to say, I have to go on this project. But my point is, you get on that stage and you've got a signature sound Okay. where you just come and you just change everything. Wow. Yes, the oil is there, yes, mm-hmm. the anointing is there, but mm-hmm. the, the training also, you know, where you just chilled, but you are actually bringing in mm-hmm. good, good music, you mm-hmm. know. I 
I'm sorry, Christians, but when I would like to come and say, you know, your Lala Hathaway. <laughs> oh, you my know, word. <laughs> or your Jasmine Sullivan, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that is really, really nice. And so now I'm waiting for your album at that point in time when I see you there, mm, right? Yeah. You jump on stage and you do your thing. I'm waiting for your album and I'm like, I want to hear this album see how this album is yeah, going to be. Yeah. And then the album drops. Mm-hmm. Your husband, I think that was the end of the concert, mm-hmm. but you guys put it in as an intro, or it was in the middle or something like that. Um, where he's speaking. Yes. It was actually in the beginning, um, before before I was, I was, I was not on stage, mm-hmm. but the whole team was on, on stage already. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 happened in the beginning, before I I went on stage. So yeah, I didn't even get to see that. I only heard it um, in post. That oh, so this happened, you know. So um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I wanna shine a light on this project. Okay. A bit. Yeah. Because I I then listened to it. Mm-hmm. I so I don't do school runs most of the time. <laughs> okay. I'm blessed to not do school, school runs. <laughs> But when I do the school runs, it's like my kids then always know that ah, there's new music. Okay. Who's this one? Yeah. You know, and yeah. everything else. Yeah. You know. But now I'll play it all the time. And yeah. my kids sometimes are like hip hop kids, Christian hip hop kids, yes. and, uh, and everything else. And I listen to this album. When I listen to this album, Sounds of Redemption, it is. Mabongi, mm. check it out. Mabongi, Sounds of Redemption. Yeah. And. I just love everything about it. Wow, thank you so, so much. I just love everything about it. There is definitely, I think in the past two, three years, we will put this as a top three Christian album in this in the country. Oh, my word. <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. Yeah, I know the summers are not going to call me now <laughs> to, to judge. They're not going to call me now to judge now because I'm coming. You're going to be biased. Risa, Risa is not going to call me now. Risa is not going to call me now. <laughs> Top three album, according to me. But also, maybe it's because, also, as I told you, I'm like more groomed by your sissy. Yeah. You know, yeah. And even the types of music and they come in. Do you think this is your best project to date? So far, yes. I'd definitely say yes. Um, I feel like with what I have done before, um, for, 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 okay. So when I released Tama, my first album, I thought this is the dopest thing ever, mm. you know? Um, and we moved to the next project, Tintualo Grace. I'm like, I don't think I can do better than this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I can do better yeah. than this. And now with the sound of redemption, I'm like, okay, clearly God is up to something around these Mabungi streets because um, I'm just, yeah, I'm just in awe. But I think so far... I can, I think I can say yeah, yes, 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 yes. This, 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 according to me, is, is um, the best work we've put out so far. And I agree with you. Definitely the best work. And um, definitely, I'm waiting for, I know people like you don't really. I'm not really about your crowns or your SABC, yeah. blah, 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 <laughs> awards and everything. Summers. I'm definitely waiting for that. And I definitely know that this project will actually do even much more greater, you know, because I, I listen to it, but I just also listen to the writing, which is mm-hmm. definitely different. and uh, Very different, yes. You know, definitely yes. different yes. from yes. all the other projects which you've done. Yeah. But also there is... Um, there is a part where, in the middle of the project, mm-hmm. uh, there's a gentleman at this court attend, I think. Yes. 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 That song is amazing. The Believer's Anthem. Yes. Yeah. You, the reason why you had to, actually, you know, when, every, when there's a reprise, 
Yeah. When there's a yeah. reprise, when there's a reprise, you yeah. definitely know that there is um something with this with this thing. Even that reprise was actually cut because after after we did the song finished, we did the reprise. When Tatenda had left the stage, when we're like, okay, we're moving to the next song, we couldn't. Everyone in the room just kept singing, signs and wonders are all around. We believe. Like, yes. it went on for quite a while. So my husband was like, yeah, we have to go. You yes. <laughs> Time is gone. Yeah. But it, it was, the, the evening was just, was just, was just God. Even now I'm still in awe of 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 everything that happened that evening when we recorded the sound of redemption mm. we really just saw god in an amazing way yeah yeah and you know i feel there is in as much as that's a song mm-hmm. but there is a message which is supposed oh yeah yeah there is a message which is supposed to go to especially our generation yes sir you know yes sir that we still believe in miracles yes we yes. still believe in science. We still believe in wonders. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, mm-hmm. there might be people who doctor them, mm-hmm. but we're still a generation which believes in miracles, science, and, and wonders. wonders. That's true. And um, he also comes in in dimensions of um, a couple which I lost children. Children, yeah. You know, not yes. once. Yeah. Not yeah. twice. Yeah. Yeah. But then mm, they lost God, three kids. Yeah. Three kids. Yeah. But they're on their fourth pregnancy. The Lord gave them triplets. The Lord gives them triplets. Yeah, yeah. You know. So yeah, that and you know, you know, for me that that song is I, I'd see notifications on 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 YouTube and where people were like, would write and say, hey, you know, we've been my husband and I have been believing God for kids and watching the song, we are so encouraged to know that our God. Um, is able and he will do it for us and you know seeing people like that who are like we're encouraged you know we we believe the lord will do um the the you know will do a miracle for us for me that's sure that's that's bigger than just oh it's a great song that is out there so hearing that it encourages people to believe hey a god is he's able to do um, the impossible for me, I'm like, okay, Lord, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that that song is 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 one 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 of the songs that are really really close to my heart. Yeah, I, I, I've got I've got quite a few, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll move on. <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. But yeah. I do I do I do love the one with uh, your RBJ Pifero mm-hmm. because you know. Uh, my ebony self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my ebony self. My ebony self who yeah. love, you know, a beautiful uh, you can you can hear when it's coming in that you was definitely raised by either R and B or your Marvin Wine, your mom, you know, your Marvin family, your wife's family. He comes from a very rich music background. Yeah. With them, um in in their church, how they played music, they would um, they would read. They learned how to read at church mm-hmm. because um, learning how to play at church, they, their music um, is on paper. So, yeesh, for for the for us, it was you know growing up on Tilong or Levangeli or you know our just our local hymn books. Mm-hmm. It's it's just words only. With mm-hmm. them, they learned how to read at church. So um, there's also that kind of country flair that is. In there, he 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 writes beautiful songs. He writes beautiful songs. So I'm 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 really grateful for him. And he, yeah. Before we before we actually go to our last moments, right? Mm-hmm. Because now that we're on your we're on your hobby, yeah. The last time I saw you, way before COVID, mm-hmm. you um, Emma Basso, obviously. <laughs> And then you went and you married a pastor. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> you went and you married a pastor. Wow, yeah. You know, and um, how has it been being married to a pastor one, mm-hmm. and actually being a backbone of a ministry, mm-hmm. you know, of a local assembly? Um, sheesh, married to a pastor. Okay, to me. Um, I'm just I'm just married to JP. Yeah. 
Um, what I love about him is is that to me he's he's my husband, he's my friend, he's my roomie as I like to call him. He's 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 just um, the guy that married me, and um, I don't have to feel like. I'm married to a pastor. Now my life must be dry or whatever. No. Um, I'm married to an, to an amazing man. And um, first, and even, even with him, he's, 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 he's my husband. And then, yes, he's also my pastor. But um, being married to him and knowing that he's a pastor, I would say to him, you tricked me, Wana, because when I met him, I met him, I just met him as JP. Mm-hmm. And um, over a while, I'd hear other people calling him Fundisi. Uh, some people would call him dead. And I'm like, ah, maybe it's just people that, you know, after a while, it's like, yeah, actually, no, like this pastor thing, talk to me about it. It's like, yeah, um, I actually have a calling over my life. And, you know, it went on and on. He just told me everything about it. I'm like, now you tell me, you know. We, it's before we got married. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, being married to a pastor is, um, is, it's challenging. So, I needed to clarify that for me, I'm just married to JP, mm-hmm. an amazing young man that I met. And um, the ministry part of things, oh my goodness, I need grace um, daily, weekly, um, because with him, I always tell him, I'm like, when I even knew, so his father was um, also a pastor. So he's a PK? Yeah, he's a PK. Mm-hmm. Um, his father was also a, a pastor, but he passed on a few years ago. Um, and I was telling him, you were trained your whole life, even your dad. When he was about 16 years old, he says his father had to go overseas. And he says, son, I'm leaving, I'm leaving the church <laughs> in your hands. When I'm gone, you're in charge. And not because there were no other pastors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I think his father could see that this boy is definitely, you know, remember, something. Remember what you spoke of, of intentional parenting. You see, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I think his father picked it up when he was very young that there is definitely something in this boy. And he says, son, I'm leaving you in charge. There were other pastors, other elders, you know, um, and stuff like that. But it's like, I'm leaving you in charge. So he says, I preached my first sermon at the age of 16. So I always say to him, you have kind of had your whole life to train for this. And um, you had your dad um, right there at home to groom you. And, you know, you saw it firsthand. And with me, I got married and I'm like, yo, we, we, so we're doing ministry now, yes, yes. you know, uh, but I, I don't try to be something I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want to be myself mm-hmm. and excuse me. I try to get uh, people from church to just, just call me my boy. Obviously they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully after today they will. Yeah, just call me by Let name. Let me tell you the one. The one. If you were me, who started it from back in the day, yes. You know, the one. The one. So, so, so ministry, ministry has has been, wow, has been. Was you were talking about um, um, catalysts earlier, and yeah. I feel like ministry has been that for me. Um, even with my walk with God in my growth as a child of God, because it, um, it's a huge responsibility. Um, it takes a lot, and it pushes you to literally trust God with everything. Okay, Lord, we, especially as a young ministry, we still have a long way to go. So um, I, I take it one, one day at a time, or one service at a time, or one week at a time. Um, I do my best. And what I can't do, well, I cannot do. And um, I, JP knows I'm, I'm here regardless. You know I got your back um, and stuff like that. So I, I just do it by the grace of God. Literally just do it by God. I don't try and be someone I'm not. I, this, is, this is it. This is just me. Even when I have to say something in front of church, I don't try and be JP. I become myself. I just stand up, up there and speak what God has put in my heart and go and sit down. So um, ministry has been, 
yeah it's been it's been quite a journey it's it's been exciting i i used, i told him earlier in in the in our days of of studying this um church some weeks i'd be like i don't want to go <laughs> and then we were still living in pretoria because after we, we got married we continued to live in pretoria so um the drive first of all would have to wake up extra early and leave very early after church. No one wants to drive back home. Mm. You know, we look at each other. Okay, so who's driving? Because we're both tired by yeah. then. You know, so yeah, ministry has been such an, a journey for me. I've been I've been loving it. Um, it has been stretching me. It has literally pulled me out of my. Uh, cocoon, if I can put it that way, um, out of my comfort zone, because now I'm just like, hey, I, I didn't see Harold at church this week. I wonder how he's doing. You know, you know, is the family fine? You know, we need to check up on people and, you know, be there for people and stuff like that. So it's been, wow, it's it's been quite a journey for me. But so far, I'm 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 really having a great time. I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I was telling him that. Because I served with my uncle for for more than ten years, um, that's it. I think I think I'm done. Especially you not know, doing worship team work and stuff yes. like that. Telling him now, I just want to be that coach behind the scenes. Yeah. I'm happy to teach. I'm happy to train, uh, but not being on stage. And now with with a new ministry, listen. You just put your hands wherever there's a gap. You must just do whatever you have you, to. If listen. you want to be in the parking, yes. you have to be in the parking. <laughs> if you're coming to be an usher, you have to be an usher. You just, you just have to do yeah. what you got to no do. No sound, so, yeah. You, <laughs> literally yeah. everything. So, um, yeah, that's, that's how ministry has been. Um, it's got its ups and downs, but um, we've been seeing God in an amazing way. We have been seeing God. We have been seeing some miracles in our midst. We really have just been seeing God. And those are some of the things that push us to keep going. Even on those days where we fall, I say, Lord, Father. And, you know, we're like, Lord, we see you are in our midst. And we see you doing a great work here. So we will pull ourselves and keep on going. That's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, one thing I can tell you is that you called for this. God has equipped you Amen. for this. He's already done it. He's already yes. done it, and you guys will yes. do great. Yes. Um, before we go, I've seen that you have been, you and your husband, you basically pick your bags, mm-hmm. and then you go to different countries. You know, and yeah. just like for not even like for a weekend, you, know, <laughs> you guys were going like for, for weeks, for weeks and weeks. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah. tell us more about that because I know now, just recently when your album dropped, mm-hmm. I'm thinking you're gonna be doing a media run and everything else. But there you are in Ghana. I know. For <laughs> almost, I don't know if it was a fortnight or more than a fortnight. For three weeks, yeah, for three weeks. And then I saw the new in Zambia. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so my husband and I, we, um, okay, maybe let me speak about JP. So JP is one of those people who are multi-talented. Um, he's not just a pastor, but he's, he's an IT head. So everything digital in the IT space, okay, that's, that's what our... Um, that's our, what our, our business is mm. as, a, as a family, maybe if I can put it that way. So he's in that space, and now God opened a door where he helps churches um, around those areas. Um, when it comes to their uh, live stream, uh, whether it's cameras, whether it's they just they, that digital space. So we've been doing quite um, quite a lot of that, and now we seeing ourselves going into other countries doing that. And while JP is busy with the technical teams, I am busy with the musicians in, okay. in the churches. So, um, yeah, we've, we've been doing quite a lot of that. And we're also traveling again soon. Um, yeah, we, we, we've been around quite a bit, especially, um, especially here in Africa. But we're so blessed that we that we're able to do that. And also, even though our ministry is still young, we are grateful that we've got pastors that will still take care of the work, even when we are away. So we're not 
stressed about that, that age hey, dude, if we're away for three weeks, mm-hmm. by the time we come back, there will be no church here. No oh no, mm-hmm. things are still moving and we come back, we hear a great report of what God was still doing in the midst of his children even in our absence. And that is what we always pray for, that, Lord, this work should not be about JP and Mabongi. It's, it's, it's God's work. Whether we're there or not, God is always there. So um, that, is, that, for me, is such a blessing because um, even with my uncle's church, when I was younger, serving in the praise and worship team with my uncle, I would, um, whatever bookings come, I would put the worship ministry at church first. If I get a booking on Sunday morning, I'm sorry, I can't make it. If it's Sunday after church, trust me, I'll be there. But if um, I couldn't do other churches on Sunday morning because my church needs me. If one person is not there, if I'm not there, then it means my team, um, my team suffers, you know. So that's, that's, that's how I grew up. That is the thing I grew up doing such that even now... Um, it's not easy for me to just say, okay, cool, let's just do it. No, even now I still live um, on that same thing. I can't just be away on Sunday. So um, the traveling, though, has been, it has been amazing, but um, our hearts are always thinking about home, how things at home, how are they... Um, the saints doing back home and and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's what we've we've been um, mostly doing. So it looks like God is opening more doors in into Africa and um, not just for my music ministry, but even for for business. So that is that is awesome. That's cool. Yeah, you have just booked FNB Stadium. <laughs> you are about to do a show. Mm-hmm. And you have to choose five artists. <laughs> I feel like okay, I'm I'm listening. I have you, to choose five you artists. You have to choose five artists who come and uh, support Mabongi. My word. Who are these five artists? And after will definitely, that, who, yeah. Who go, you you put in Dogozo because yeah. you're the only artist <laughs> she features all the time. <laughs> so you definitely. <laughs> You're the only artist she features all the time, so you definitely put in Dogozo, yes? Oh, my word. Are we talking in SA? E- e- everywhere. Everywhere. You only have five. Okay. I, I have, I have Dogozo Mbambo. Yes. I have Nathaniel Basi. Yeah. Uh, from Nigeria. I have uh, maybe Donna McClurkin. Okay. I have Sissy um, Winans, absolutely. Yeah. I have um who else? Uh, <laughs> oh my word. I don't know. Um let's see, who would be the fifth one? Oh my goodness, I cannot even think of who have I always wanted to do mm. stuff with. Okay, probably I probably have Kaya as well. Kaya. Teto, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming through. Oh, thank you for having me. We'll make sure that Ndogozo is there. <laughs> you know, Pastor Nathaniel is there. Yeah. Auntie Sissy is there. Listen, Uncle yeah. Don is Uncle there. Don is there. <laughs> and Kaya too. Yeah. Thank you for coming through. Thank you so All much for having me. Project. Thank you so much. And uh, please... When you win those awards, yeah, just send me screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back. I'll do. I'll do you one better. I'll come back so we talk about it. Yes, we have to talk about it because there's a lot we didn't talk about. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much for having thank me. Thank you very much. Awesome. To growth and more growth. Thank you.